Waltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everybody. It's Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. It's our Saturday morning get together to talk about real estate here in the rochester area southeastern minnesota good morning robin our weekly date dandy there you go (laughs) chit chatting about real estate just need a glass a cup of coffee yeah actually i'm drinking some soda that's really good morning (laughs) i always say my diet coke is my coffee but whatever all right well big news this week Everybody was watching, and I don't know why we were watching so closely, because it was kind of a done deal before they even met, but the Federal Reserve met, and they increased interest rates, or their rates, I better say. Yeah, the prime, by prime interest rate, yeah. Three quarters of a percentage point. And I think it was, if I remember right, it was the second highest uh, they've ever raised it at one time. At one time, yeah. <laughs> biggest, second biggest jump ever, yeah. But anyway... Um, the good news is you can start with that negative, but I'll tell you, <laughs> that doesn't mean the mortgage rates went up. As a matter of fact, I was contacted yesterday by a mortgage lender who I use frequently, and she told me that all of their products that were 30-year fixed were all below 5%. Wow. FHA conventional, yes. So that is not that bad. Not that bad. No. I, I also know of a client who locked in yesterday on a seven-year arm for 4%. So they're locked in for 4% for the next seven years. And then after that, clearly if the rates go up, their their rate will go up if the rate's higher at the end of those seven years. But we but talked. We talked, and there's this. There's this rate. There's like a cycle of rates, right? Right. And we see it, and it just kind of goes up, and then it eases down, and goes back up. And do I do I think it's ever going to go back down to 2.0 and 2.5? Probably not. But then again, did we ever think it was going to happen? No. no. So I'm guessing that these people who are doing these seven-year arms within that seven-year time frame. There's probably going to be a time that those rates drop down to that 4% where they can drop in or they can refinance, you know, for a fixed rate over the course of the, re- the remaining course of the loan. Yeah, I think it's actually a pretty good bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that the, the day they announced the rate hike, the the rate that is mostly co- closely watched by people who are taking out huge loans, the mortgage rates went down, which tells me that the market had already priced in that Fed increase. So it really had no impact. And I think it's it's good psychology because then it gives people a little reprieve. Like, okay, let's stop panicking. The sky's not falling. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this because we are, guys. We are going to get through this. Houses are still selling. I mean, you're seeing more and more houses on the sale on the market. As a matter of fact, inventory has continued to go up. The last four months, we've got more inventory than we did that month the year before. I mean, we do have more homes for sale. But that is because we've been so busy building equity 
meaning our values have increased so much that between those higher prices and that higher interest rate, loans are harder to get. There, it's you know the money is not as obtainable as it was even a year ago. Does Which that is mean? Ex- yeah, does that mean it's a bad time to buy a house? Of course not. Of course not. Well, that's exactly what the interest rate hikes were supposed to do. Cool things off a little bit because they were running way, way, way too hot. Oh, my gosh. It was so crazy. So, I mean, think about it. You know, what we have is we have a little bit of a cool down in the demand uh, in the number of buyers out there fighting for houses. Because we have fewer buyers? Well, a little bit because we have fewer buyers, but mostly because we have more inventory, right? So fewer people fighting for the same house. So that's going to ease the intensity of those bidding wars, which is definitely going to be much less stressful. So I guess I'd like to speak directly to those buyers that were in the market last year and gave up. Because quite frankly, there were a lot of them that just got exhausted. They got tired of losing in multiple offers. They got tired of having to pay well over what a house was worth to get it. And they just said, we're done. But for those people who pulled out, now might be a great time to re-enter the game. Take another look. Yeah, because... I mean, have prices dropped? No, they haven't dropped. But what I have been saying is houses are now selling for what they're worth instead of for some crazy elevated pie-in-the-sky number just because that's what people could get, right? So, so you tell me when I, if I'm interested in buying and I go look at your website and it has a list price on it, I, I could actually think in my mind i have a chance to get the house for that price absolutely and you know what in some cases a little less because some people whether i tell them this is not the right price or not some people are just dead set on trying a little higher just to see what we can get (laughs) and usually what happens is they end up getting what i told them they could get but you know i always give people the benefit of the doubt i don't want people to think that i'm trying to pressure them or force them into something that they don't want to do and sometimes the best way is just to let people try what they think it's worth and find out in a big hurry that okay maybe i don't know as much about real estate as robin does and anyway it all works out in the end yeah and uh we've talked about this before how you set these prices by looking at comparables what you call in your business comps right and and how perhaps the wise thing to do is go back to the comps from one year ago and just throw them out right or at <laughs> least focus more on the and you know the hard part is is like when you're doing an appraisal an apps you know an actual licensed appraiser is only allowed to use comps from within a certain time frame back so they can't throw out those comps but they have to do a lot of adjusting because they have to focus more and a lot of times on what that property was listed for or should have sold for rather than what it did sell for so it's it's a little more it's just a little more tricky you know as long as you know what you're doing it's it's not that difficult but um you know because people are using that price that a lot of those houses sold for that would be assuming that properties are still going to do that and sell for 30k over 50k over 75k over and then you're going to get a skewed number when you go to list the house if if you're using those as comps so yeah you got to be really careful 
And that's where we've talked about this as well, that if you have somebody who hasn't gone through a market like this before and doesn't have the experience to make that adjustment when you're coming up with the list price, they're probably going to list you too high. Yeah, and you're going to get frustrated. You know, you're yeah. going to get frustrated. And one thing I remember from being a new agent, oh, it's a long time ago, but I can still remember it, you know, 23, 4 years ago, whatever it was. Um, I remember going into a listing appointment and really wanting the listing. So if I had done my homework ahead of time and I thought the house should be worth 130000 and I got there in the, you know, very strong opinion opinionated confident seller would say to me my house is worth 150 okay 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 if you say it is you know because i you just want to you want to get the listing and you want to please the seller and luckily those days are long in my past now i'm interested in one thing and that is telling the honest to god truth about what your house is valued at, what it's going to take to get it sold, how long that's going to take, and what that number looks like to you at the end. You know, what are your expenses? So what do you actually walk away with? And now it's all about reality, baby. And I mean, I learned that in a quick hurry. I'm not saying this is any recent change. But in the beginning, you're scared, you're you're timid, and you want to please the seller. So sure. you want to tell them what they want to hear. But it doesn't take you long to figure out if you're going to make it in the business. That's not going to serve you well. The reason they, I, I tell people, the reason you called me is because I am an expert. And you, you want my expert opinion, and so that's what I'm going to give you. And you may not like it. I'll just warn you ahead of time, but I'm not going to candy coat anything or tell you something because it's what I think you want to hear. I'm just going to tell you the honest-to-God truth. And you might like it, and you might not, but that doesn't change it. All right, Robin, we do have to take our first break already, so we will return in just a moment with more of Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, Caro CAM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Almost 3 million people use Navaj to breathe better, sleep deep. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results, of course, with us on this Saturday morning. Uh, we've been talking about how you've been dealing with sellers who might have expectations of what the market used to be a year ago or so. How about the buyers? How, how are they coming in during these, these days, and what are their expectations? Again, it's so important the most important part of my job might be to educate sellers and buyers so that they are prepared and they do know what to expect. Because sometimes buyers will be like, when are the foreclosures going to happen? Is there anything out there that I can pick up for really cheap? Or, you know, is it okay if we ask for $30,000 off the price? And then it's like, oh my goodness. So the answer is there's not going to be a flood of foreclosures. Not too many things you're going to pick up for really cheap, and you're not asking for $30,000 off unless it's a overpriced listing, okay? 
So again, listings are selling for what they're worth. Now, they may not be priced at what they're worth. They may be overpriced. Therefore, there are some listings that are doing price reductions. And there are some cases where we can actually ask the seller to wait for it. Pay the buyer's closing cost. And there are actually times that we can ask for buyers to, excuse me, sellers to accept less than their asking price. So this is something we haven't seen in well over a year. So those things are happening, but it's nothing crazy. Okay. So if we're getting money off, we're likely getting a couple percent off, maybe 3%. Like the good okay. old days, but not huge amounts. It's not like, because why? Because values have not dropped. Prices have not dropped in value. As a matter of fact, guess what? Prices are still going up. Yeah, nationwide, I saw the, the statistics that they had increased quite substantially, as an average, at least. They're still going up, and... Let's see, I think I might have had something regarding that. But, you know, they're not going to go up at the same rate that they had gone up. I mean, clearly. But they're definitely going to continue to go up. And we're probably going to get back into that norm, our old norm of houses increasing somewhere between 2% and 5% per year, depending on a lot of factors, depending on the region of the country, depending on the location within your region, depending on the condition of the property, depending on the um, desirability of the neighborhood. You know, there's a lot of factors. Right here in Rochester, there have always been some neighborhoods that uh, increase in value at a faster pace than other neighborhoods. And most of that is based on just more desirability to live there. Location, location, location. So everything you're talking about is more stability in the marketplace. More stability and in that's the marketplace. A, and that's good because people can make plans then. Or at least they can look to the future and say, if uh, we get into the market so many months from now, our expectation would still be similar to what it is today. Correct. And that's usually a good thing. Yes, that is a very good thing. It's, it's called... Um, Balance. Balance is good yeah. no matter no matter what you're talking about. You know, balance is good. I remember when you and I first started doing this program a few years back before the pandemic, obviously. Yeah, it's been and, it's been how long? Four years or so. Yeah. And we would have long discussions about things like walkability and location yeah. and preparing your home for sale and <laughs> and that kind of flew out the window for a while. Yeah, it did. But the good news is, is um, it's back. And when I go to a sell- a listing appointment now, I, I, I'm back to saying, okay, guys, before we put the house on the market, you're going to have to patch up these holes or paint this wall or get this carpet shampooed. And, you know, you have to actually put a little effort in it to make it shine. And I don't, it feels good. It feels like I, I bring more value because I really did feel like anybody could have sold a house before. <laughs> now, whether or not they got the top dollar and whether or not they took the stress out of the transaction and whether or not everything went smooth as silk from start to finish, I can't promise that. But, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like a wild couple of years. 
It has. I have a few gray hairs <laughs> to prove it. Yikes. Yeah, so that was your job to eat all that stress. Yeah, it really was. And, you know, for me, I'm one of those people, always have been, better under pressure. You know, give me pressure, give me deadlines, expect the the absolute, like, most out of me, and that is when I can perform. It is like, I don't care. Stress is, stress is my friend. It doesn't get to me at all. I actually kind of thrive on the, oh, I can get, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I'm just, now my poor husband, no, he is not like that. He gets so stressed out, and he's like, Honestly, Robin, the fact that you don't get stressed stresses me. <laughs> and I'm like, it's all good. It's all good. But it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy it more when it's not crazy, because I do. I definitely I definitely like it when people feel like they're on a fair playing field, you know, and I like it when they're not feeling like they have to make... Do you know how difficult it was to have a young couple, you know, just married or just getting married and... spending a quarter of a million dollars on a house, first time ever buying a property and literally giving them 15 minutes to make a decision. Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, it's like, okay, you've been in like the, for a while they were just allowing the, the visits to 15 minutes. Like normally you can schedule a showing starting at two, ending at three during the height of it all, the craziness, the madness you would schedule an appointment at 2, and you were done at 2.15, and then on that, to the next one. And that's what you got to see of that house, and you had to make a decision then, whether to put well, in no. an offer. And then, yeah, and then while we were in it, you'd get a text from the listing agent, I have four offers so far, I'm going to present today at 4 o'clock. So it's kind of like, hey, guys, if you like it, you got to tell me, you got to tell me now, and you know you're already up against four offers. That's not fun. No, it sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I cheated a little. I would, you know, because we have a big team, if there was a new couple that I didn't want to be rushed, I might make one appointment for me and then right behind that have one of the other team members make an appointment for, okay, I shouldn't be telling this on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there wasn't anything too unethical about it, nothing unethical about it, but, but, you know, just because I can't stand it that people had to rush so much. It's, it's just way too big of a um, purchase to have to do in that kind of time frame. Just, yeah. it's, it was nuts. Okay, we'll take another break, and we'll see if Robin gives away more of her trade secrets when we come back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Introducing the 2022 Rochester Golf Club. With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and... Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results with us, of course. Um, This is the time of the show where I always ask you if you have any listings, so I might as well go ahead and do that. All right. Well, um, I'm going to start with one that... Uh, Sue Ziegler, a team member, has, and she asked me to give it a little plug, so of course I'm happy to do that. And this one is listed out in Zambroda, Minnesota, and it is 299900 so right at that right. sweet yep. spot, right? And the address is, um, I can see Warren Avenue, but where's the rest of it for Pete's sakes? Oh, sorry, right here. 
Yeah, 690 Warren Avenue, Zambroda, Minnesota. All right. You were going to talk like you knew where Warren Avenue was. No, I was going to say it can't be all that long. It's Zambroda. So we can just start on one end and drive to the next. All right. Well, this one was um, built in 1956. From the picture, it looks real cute. It looks like a dollhouse. It has 2,790 square finished feet. Nice. It sits on a lot that is um, just about a quarter of an acre. It has four bedrooms, two bathrooms, one fireplace, a two-car detached garage, and um, like I said, it's it's got some nice curb appeal. Looks like it's been very, very well-maintained. Cute little house, nice pictures. So if you're looking to live in Zumbroda, you can find Sue Ziegler on our website, or you can call me, and I'll put you in her direction. So uh, we'd love to help you buy that So that was... That was 2,700 square foot finished for under 300. You got it. Okay. Yeah, almost 2,800, 2,789, four beds, two baths, and a fireplace. So, yeah, nice yeah. nice house. And I'm going to tell you something. Back in the 50s, they knew how to build a house. They built those babies to stand. So I'm sure it has really good bones. And I'll tell you about one that's even older. This one is in Rochester over in Kutsky Park hot little neighborhood here you go with the walkability yep. right? <laughs> walkability this one was uh built in 1919 oh i think i talked about this one last week because it was a coming soon the root beer now, thing yeah yeah now it's actually on the market and it is a three bed two bath two car garage 369,000 it's a big two-story with a big front porch nice backyard and obviously great location has a lot of charm and character a lot of the original woodwork within it you know with the moldings and the built-in corner hutches really cute house so if you're looking for Kutsky Park there's your opportunity and a two-car garage in that area too yeah yeah and it's a pretty big one too and then we've got um this listing over at 3808 9th Avenue Southwest and this one is a four bed two bath split level with a two car garage for 2899 but i may have heard a rumor that we have an offer coming on that one okay so that's it for new listings um, i will tell you a little bit about the Rochester market report if i have a minute okay yeah we do Okay, so as of right now, today, we have 239 active listings, and we have 205 pending listings, and in the last six months, we've sold 1,106 houses, so it's not like there's no houses out there moving, guys, okay? Average, no, that's, yeah, two thirty. I think that 239 is the highest I remember in a long, long time. Right, right, and the average days on market is 34 and the ones that closed the average days on market over the past six months was 10 so (laughs) please be patient that just means that you know it's going to take maybe a month to get your house sold it gives you more time to plan let's let's focus on the positive right it wasn't that many years ago that the normal time on market was around two to three months right 34 days now i mean that means put your house on the market you're going to have an offer on average within that first month and then it may take one more month or a month and a half to close so you've got a couple of months to get everything packed and organized and ready to go to the next place rather than just a couple of weeks 
Yeah. I like to focus on the positive. Okay, so I have to just share one fun little thing. Over here in Wabasha, it's riverboat days, so come on over if you got nothing to do. It's a beautiful day. Our parade is this evening at 6 p.m., and... I, me and the other girls that work in the Wabasha office are going to walk and give away all kinds of fun Gwaltney group stuff. We've got some sunglasses and bottle openers and koozie cups and, of course, a lot of candy. Some so, merch. Yeah, so come on over. <laughs> come watch the parade. It's not quite like the Rochester Fest parade from start to finish. It takes maybe 20 minutes. but That's my yeah. kind of parade. Hey, there's a really cool car show going on in Wabasha today, too. And there's a lot of people. It's a perfect day for it. So anybody who's looking for something to do, take a drive over to Wabasha. Well, and the backdrop is pretty spectacular as well. Yeah, it is. So sure you get the, is. You're right along the river, so if you get bored with the parade, turn around and look that way. And you'll... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Well, anyway. Um, so I, I've never been to the Wabasha River Fest days. Oh, I, well, the nice thing uh, is, is that the parade's at 6 p.m., so you don't sit out in the hot baking sun yeah. for the parade. You know, so at 6 p.m., it's, it's still nice out, but it's not scorching hot on most days and certainly it won't be today and then yeah it's fun so you have the car show what else goes do you have a carnival uh, there too uh no no carnival okay there's a there's a kitty parade early this earlier this morning and then um i think that's at nine or something the car show and then i think the firemen do that thing where they hang the keg oh yeah up. the contest yeah, yeah 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 that's fun and then there's all kinds of food vendors there's food trucks in town the firemen do their grilled chicken um it's just fun because people are out and about and it's that real fun sense of community so yeah. something to do something small to town do. americana yeah. that's for sure there'll be a lot well, of treats in the parade for sure well fantastic so if you're at the parade you gotta holler out real loud to get the merch yeah. Yeah, we're unit 41. I don't know if there's 42 units or 41 <laughs> units or 100. I don't know, but we're unit 41. I know. All right. Well, have right, fun so with the parade, Robin. I'm still working, so if anybody needs me, call me. I'm on my cell at 507-259-4926. We would absolutely love to help you with any of your real estate needs. You know, now that you gave out the time of the parade, somebody's going to be a prankster and call you during the parade. Oh, well, they might not get me. But then again, they might. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> they might. <laughs> All right, Robin. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk Thanks. to you next week. Sounds Thank great. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, bye-bye. So, Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This is 